Well, I came first to Peter Maritzburg at the invitation of the Gandhi Memorial Committee in Peter Maritzburg to deliver the first Gandhi Memorial Lecture in Peter Maritzburg. Durban, at the invitation of the Gandhi Development Trust, giving what is called the annual Gandhi Media Lecture uh, at the DUT, and also look at the significant archives here in Durban. Tell us about the importance of the archives that you're currently looking at here in Durban. Of course, you want to fill in the missing pieces and what you've seen here. Have you seen this previously? Some of it, no. This is this is absolutely, absolutely precious. This is actually a resource for any, any scholar of uh, modern history in that sense, not just Gandhi. Some of the letters, photographs, or even matters relating to the Natal Indian Congress uh, are all, all here. So it's, it's a dream for a researcher to be able to sit in the archive and actually even have very cursory glances at what the collection looks like. Tell us then what you plan to do with these archival material. You know, these are absolutely well-preserved, well-catalogued. Uh, this is how um, archive should be. So what we would hope to do is that the Sabarmati Ashram has created what today is the world's largest online open source archive on life and thought of Gandhiji, called the Gandhi Heritage Portal. Maybe what we could do is to seek ways of partnering with the museum and other institutions here. And the digital platform allows us to actually create these kind of partnerships. We are working with the National Library of South Africa in terms of digitally acquiring certain material. We will take it forward from there. Tell us about the Gandhi Ashram itself and the interest from international travellers, so to speak. Well, the ashram is where Gandhiji came. He established that first in 1915 and moved to this particular site in 1917. So from 1917 to 1930 is where he stayed. In 1951, it got converted into a national memorial. Apart from looking at and conserving the heritage building, the built heritage of Gandhiji, we are also charged with the responsibility of looking after the intangible heritage of Gandhi, which means his archive and his ideas. Ashram remains a very attractive uh, place for a lot of people, and we get about a million visitors a year from across the world. So that's the kind of footfall that we have, and it's a challenge to be able to engage with some of them meaningfully. And that's what the ashram is seeking to do using both traditional means of communication and uh, modern means of communication that are available to us to be able to reach out to those people, um, respond to their curiosities or even provide basic comfort to them.